Who's your favorite superhero? You got somebody in mind? Good. Now let me ask you this. What's the color of their skin? I'm going to guess that for many of you, the answer is white. Or maybe green if you're a fan of the Hulk, but certainly all the people I ran through, Batman, Superman, Iron Man, Spider-Man, The Flash, all pretty white. Pretty male as well, but pretty white. Even Wonder Woman. But did you know Wonder Woman has a twin sister? A black twin sister? Welcome to Two Pages with MBS, the podcast where brilliant people read the best two pages from a book that has moved them, a book that has shaped them. Jordan Dinwiddie is a copywriter at the advertising firm of Wyden & Kennedy, a company best known for its work with Nike. She's just been named one of the 100 industry stars by Adweek, and you've probably seen some of her ads, more than a couple featuring LeBron James, and a recent one about black women in sport called We Play Real. But her way into this work wasn't through sport. She harbors a love of reading, a gift passed down to her at an early age. My mother was the biggest reader, had all these books. So like I would, uh, when I was little, I'd just be like, oh, there's a book there. I ain't got nothing else to do. Let me pick it up. If it wasn't video games, it was books. And so, yeah, I think I just came, like, just my mom. Like, my mom was constantly reading everything and anything. And she she's probably going to hate me for this. But, like, she went through, like, like my mother's, like, guilty pleasure are, like, romance novels. Like, Fabio on the cover, like, romance novels. So I saw all, those were always, like, like, at her bedside. But it went beyond reading. It was a love of story, of telling a story. When I was in kindergarten, I wanted to read out loud to the class. Like yeah, she was, like she was reading like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. I was like, I was like, I can read that book. And my teacher was like, I was like, no, no. I said no, I, I can read it. And then the teacher gave me the book in hopes of, I guess, trying to embarrass me. And then I took it and I was reading. I was reading the pages, and she snatched the book out of my hand and was like, Oh wait, she's really reading the book. And I was like, I told you so. And then I ran back and I, and I snitched. I was like, Mommy, this lady just snatched that book out of my hand because she don't think I can read. And now that's her work. If you've ever seen a Nike ad, those ads that seem to grab you in the 30 seconds or 60 seconds they have, then it was either Jordan or someone she knows well who wrote it. Her career actually started with a Tumblr she wrote. It was called Tacky Beyonce, Beehive, Don't Snipe Me. That caught the eye of somebody at Nike and it earned her an internship there. And then it was doing a low-level job with flair, with sass, writing captions for YouTube that caught the eye of a veteran creative director. These are funny. Uh, to, well, he said it to the actual copywriter of the project. He's like, hey, these are funny. You didn't write these. Who wrote them? And he was like, oh, there's this kid on, there's this intern downstairs. I was busy doing something else. She wrote them. And he was like, all right, cool. So then the next thing I know, Alberto comes like, oh, creative director of Nike. Like, oh my God, comes down. And then he's like, hey, are, hey. He's like, hey, are you the kid who like wrote that stuff? And I was like, yeah, who's asking? He was just like, I want you to be my, I want you to be my intern. How do those ads work? I mean, how did I get a little teary eyed watching an ad about an athlete I don't know playing a sport I don't even follow? Well, it's the deep rhythms of story. My bosses always say, just beginning, middle, end, right? You only have 30, 60 maybe a minute 30 to get these people in. So there's not a lot of time for world building, but there's enough time for a clear story, right? right. There's a beginning, middle and end. There's a hero. There's something, there's something that you're following. Um, and so right. I, I try to stick to those, right? And then the world building really in, 
in the ad sense comes from the art direction because a, a copywriter yeah. uh, works with an art director. So like I write the world and then my art director kind of helps visualize and kind of build the world in that way. And we work in tandem because like she'll be like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean when you write that? And I was like, oh, I envisioned like a red bowling ball. Right. You know what I mean? And she was like, oh, I thought it was purple one. I said, well, well, girl, it was red when I thought it. <laughs> I'm curious to know what you've learned about the art of storytelling as you've practiced your profession. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a writer and I find storytelling really hard. And sure, it's a beginning, a middle, and an end. But I find it hard when I've got pages to fill, yet alone mm -hmm. when I've got, I don't know, what have you got, like 150 words in a 30-second ad? I'm making mm -hmm. that number up, but it's not many words. Mm -hmm. what, mm -hmm. what have you learned about what's essential to storytelling? Um, I think... What I usually do is I write it straight first. I write it, I talk, I talk it, and I write it. Yeah. Right. I, I'm saying it out loud, um, and then I go back, and then I see what needs a little flourish. Right. Like, you know, if, if it, you know, he goes up for a dunk, right, mm -hmm. as opposed to like, and then LeBron leaps off his right foot, reaching back as far as he can, right reaching all the way back to Cleveland where like it all started as he glides in the air right. to demolish the rim. You know what I mean? Like, well, demolish is a bad yeah. word. That's like, I was with it. And then I said that, I was like, no, demolish is the right word. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 yeah. I just kind of take it step by step and I go, cool. Now what needs some punch? Cause I mean, I think advertising and comedy writing have similarities in the idea of like set up, Finish, finish strong and you're and yeah. there's always going to be places that need to be punched up right like and punched up for most impact i mean i've never written a novel or anything like that so i wouldn't you know i don't know i don't know how that <laughs> works but, but like in, in that regard i think that's um yeah i think yeah like that's how i do that now you're referencing a, a lebron ad and am i right in thinking that one of your very first ads or maybe your first ad was a uh, was working with lebron Yes, my very first commercial was uh, the commercial where he came back to Cleveland after he announced, like, so leaving Miami, coming to Cleveland, that big black and white one. Yes. Okay, so take me to the moment where you somehow landed that job because that doesn't seem <laughs> that seems like that seems like it's out of a fantasy novel, you know? Like, intern <laughs> starts and first first big ad is actually working with not just you know the the, the greatest basketballer, but um, one that has a, about a social message and it has a, a political edge to it. Mm -hmm. how, how did that, how did that ad come your way? Um, so I stole the brief. I wasn't briefed on it. I was bored. I was, you know I mean? I just gotten the job. I hadn't really, I was just kind of wallowing. I didn't have a partner yet. And so my, and so yeah. a girl from studio was like, I'm trying to become an art director. You need a partner. Let's work together. It was like seven. I was during the day. I was trying to get my breakfast from like the like cafe at work. And I was like, yeah, girl. Yeah. Can I finish my eggs first? Yeah. Um, but we, nice. but we hit up somebody who wrote the brief. We're like, can we just see it? And then I, we went to our, to the CDs and we were like, we are not throwing our hat in the ring. We're not trying to mess up anybody's gig. We just wanted to say that we have ideas. We just wanted to show you that we can work on bigger stuff. We like we had we had come up with the ideas, not not wanting to make it. We just wanted to show our bosses that we were capable of coming up with right. ideas for you know for things like this. And um, yeah, just like the idea of it just came from like what is the most what's an what's a what's an intimate moment right in in the sports world and, and and it's the huddle if you are not supposed yeah. to be be in a huddle 
of any sport, you're not supposed to be in that huddle if you aren't there. And so if LeBron's back, thinking about what LeBron's economical impact is on just the city of Cleveland, like when, when LeBron plays for the Cavs, the city's economy goes up, businesses open, like, like, like he means more than just like, just like, you know, Ohio yeah. son. He, he is a, he is a major economical part of that city. Um, and so just like, what's, what's going to happen? The city's going to do so much better now that he's here. And you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And we can do it together. And it was definitely like, you know, that was right out, you know, that was a year after Trayvon, you know what I mean? So like, that was, uh, you mm-hmm. know, that was on my mind. Um, even though looking at it, at it, the ad as diverse as it was looks more of like what protests look like today than they did in 2014. But um, yeah, it's you know, so that's where that where, where all that came from. And then just one of the things that athletes say when you call it out a huddle is like, what do you like? They one two three together. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, So yeah. So yeah, a, I just yeah, a, yeah. It's a wonderful ad. I watched it again this morning and I'm like, it's Thank it's you. just it's still powerful. Thank you. Um Jordan, how how do you go about crafting a working relationship with an art director? I mean, there's other woman who walked in. Um and you know, I watched your other ad around uh We Play Real for leveling the playing field for black women in sports. And mm-hmm. I know you worked with maybe the same art director or a different art director, but it feels like it's a really essential partnership. And I'm just mm-hmm. wondering how you forge those partnerships. Well, um the for the LeBron ads that I've done, that's always been with Emma. Uh Emma is the Larry David to my Spike Lee, even though <laughs> I'm not a Knicks fan. Mm-hmm. Um, she works my nerves. She is my mm-hmm. work wife. You know what I mean? Like that one person you spend too much time with, they're like, I could hit you right now and then go get you a Band-Aid afterwards. That's, you know what I mean? Like that's how I feel about Emma. So, um, right. but, but so, uh, and when we, like we came into this not knowing anything together, right? We didn't know shit about making right. ads. So I think that's what makes our like bond so strong as we came into this together and we've reached a certain amount of amount of success together and apart but yeah you know we're always you know i mean like that's my that's my that's my dog right there like um (laughs) and and like emma emma's way of working is is super like i said larry davis so very neurotic um you know (laughs) she'll be she's one who just spits ideas out at you like one time she was like she was like what if like what if like LeBron was a mime? And I was like, oh yeah, girl, I'm going to bed. I'm not, I'm not doing this with you today. <laughs> um, whereas like me, I've, I am not, ad, um, ad, advertising has in, in teams, a pitcher and a catcher. Right. Emma's a pitcher. Right. She'll just spit out ideas. I'm a catcher. I don't like that. I don't like that. Maybe this. And I am one who's like, I'm going to sit and think about this brief for a good two days. And you might think I'm not doing nothing, but I'm, but I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll be like, what if we did this? And it's only three things. And she's like, these are, these are good. I was like, I know that's all I got. That's all I got for you. That's all I got. <laughs> that's is, it. Yeah. There's three solid things. I'm, I'm, I'm I got for you. these three things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'm noodling over this I've been, and I've been yeah. noodling over it for three days. So listen, that's all I got for you. Um, while we play real, I worked with a, with a younger art director, a black girl named Whitney Downey. So it was great to work with another black woman on that just because there are so few of us in the ad world. And right. um, that one, she had never made a commercial. She had never made anything broadcast before. So I was kind of helping her along the way. You know what I mean? Like it almost, you know what I mean? It felt really good to 
kind of help someone who who's been in the same you know what i mean like i mm. was her being like i don't know what's going on like what is a colorist what does a colorist do i'm like well they they make it pretty after we shoot it how do you do it i said girl i don't know i don't know that now i'm a i'm a writer said, girl I'm, i fall asleep <laughs> yeah, during exactly. the I sleep during the, the uh, sessions. I always do. I'm, I know yeah. first. That's why I don't. That's why I don't go to sessions anymore because I snore. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So and so and and so that one we really because it was found footage. You know, we made it during COVID, so there wasn't you know the luxury of being able to go shoot something. Right. Um, it was all about just us working together to just make this the best ad that we can be that it can be to like. Um, within the circumstances right. so finding yeah, pulling, that right pulling on up. previous footage i guess to kind of piece mm-hmm. it together yeah, yeah and nice. we just and we would sit and argue for hours about what about why you know i liked this girl as opposed to like this girl right. you know what i mean like and what yeah, that and yeah. what even what you know we even paid attention together the ratio of like dark-skinned girls to light-skinned black girls like yeah. we were like this needs to be as even as possible if not right. i wanted to skew darker than lighter you know what i mean just because right. of you know the world you know yeah, um the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah so like it was very it was super different go working on those spots with emma you know to like working with whitney who never made an ad but we were both like let's make the let's make the blackest thing that we can make within these right. circumstances and so it was just i mean I mean, the, the, I love working with the both of them. I think they're great. And there's a, a tons of great art directors at uh, at 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 White, and we tend to mix it up a bit. Or like, yeah. you're either working with the same person for like nine months, or like every project you have a different person. So, Jordan, when you when you, I mean, I, you can tell that there's a kind of chemistry and a vibe between you and the people you've worked with. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, you know, talking to you for the first time. I'm like, you're an opinionated person. <laughs> you've got some edges to you you don't kind of like you're not meek and mild i i'm how do you manage conflict and tension you know when you're battling over who you know which which of the clips are we going to use and you're like Mm -hmm. well i think this and they're like well i think this how do you have those productive conversations without breaking the relationship well i mean i think i think the first thing is to come into this knowing this is a job this is advertising. We're not surgeons. We're not out there saving the world. These are commercials. Right. So let's not take ourselves too seriously about anything. Um, but the other thing is, if there's just really this big, big tension, I'm a person who, who's going to be like, I'm going to take a walk and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to say, let's figure this out. Like, I'm like, I'm definitely like, what's going on? What's up? What's up? Right. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk about it. To name and, name and, it and speak about it. Yeah, like name it and, and 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 speak about it. If we're arguing over one clip, which like we definitely got hung up on clips, like you know, clips that we loved separately that we didn't want to lose, that maybe we had to swap one out. And I was like, well, why can't we lose this one instead? You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like there's definitely that. And I think with that, I just go like I would text Whitney on the side, be like, so that because you know you're on a Zoom with like four people for like eight hours a day, so I would text her on the side, be like, why do you like that shot so much? Right. Right. And then explain it. Here, here is why I like that shot. And then she goes, and then I go, well, this is why I like this shot. So then, so then, all right, let's figure it out. If we can't, so then if, if we both can't agree on a clip that we like, then we're going to keep looking until we find something that we both like. Nice. The part of it's just going, look, this is part of the, this is part of the journey, which is like, we, we mm-hmm. stick with it until we figure it out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that should that that's about anything you do. You know what I mean? Right. If you you know if you commit to something, like you got to do it. Like I would, like you know, when I was a kid, sign up, you know, for dance. Then I realized like halfway through, I don't like dance. Well, I was like, well, <laughs> you got to finish it. I already paid for it. You got to finish it. Right. Hey, Jordan, you mentioned that there just aren't many black people and people of color in advertising. And Mm -hmm. that feels like it might be a nice segue to talk about the book that you've selected for us. So what, what book have you chosen? Um, I've chosen a graphic novel. It's a comic book. I wasn't sure if those were allowed for this thing. You know Um, what? I'm not sure what's allowed. I'm making this up as I go along as well. So this is our first graphic novel. So, you know, once again, you're a groundbreaker, Jordan. So this is uh, Nubia. Um, uh, which uh, Nubia, real one, written by L.L. McKinney and uh, illustrated by Robin Smith, who who I've actually worked with on a project. Oh, fantastic! Um, she's a great um, illustrator, and it's uh, in the seventies. DC created a character by the name of Nubia, who is Wonder yep. Woman's sister. My uh, twin sister, right? Of, yep, yep, yep. So she has a black twin sister. It's comic books, y'all. Um, <laughs> Um, and it's about, yeah, so she's a teenager in this and she's coming right. to grips with just living life and, you know, uh, becoming being a superhero and being a teenager, it's teenager, two pretty or, heavy burdens, <laughs> but also just, it, it's her becoming, uh, in tune with her power and like stepping right. into her power. Right. She, 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 she spent a lot of this comic trying to not be strong and not be fast and not mess stuff up and then that and then she realizes she realizes like exactly who she is and how powerful she is and then she steps into it so yeah how did how did you come across the book i mean when did it come into your life um i mean i mean wonder woman came into i have a a wonder woman tattoo on my arm i have a hoodie on so you can't see it yeah wonder woman Woman tattooed on me um i became familiar with the character nubia years ago uh but this book came out I came from I became familiar with this book last year, and then I got it last it's year. It's pretty or, recent, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's yeah, less yeah. than a year old, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's super recent. But the fact that I was able to, um, you know, work with the you know the illustrator on it is great, and it's 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 just a really good story, and I really do recommend this. Like, you don't have Perfect. to be a teenager to read this. It's <laughs> really good. It's really it's really strong work. Well, I mean the that theme of you know, stop hiding your powers and step into your powers and, and be the, be who you are fully mm-hmm. is a message that, you know, can resonate with pretty much everybody. I suspect, mm-hmm. um, which, which pages did you choose for us to read? Um, I chose, um, the moment, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, well, I, I guess it's, I guess it's kind of four pages, but where Wonder Woman tells Nubia who she really is. Mm. um she fantastic yeah nubia snuck out to go to a party after an incident where she, where her powers could have been revealed and uh she snuck out again to go to another party and um <laughs> and she beat up and she punched a kid like 16 feet because he was a sexist misogynist jerk um yeah and her and her parents are now like we gotta we gotta we gotta tell her we we, we have to tell her and then and then she comes downstairs in Wonder Woman's on her couch. She's like, "Excuse me." I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah. All right, Jordan. Let's let's hear let's hear you reading the uh, the two pages from uh, Nubia Real One by L. L. McKinney. Jordan, take it away. The reason you're having trouble passing as a human is because you're not human, that is. You're an Amazon, Nubia. You're my twin sister. I, wait, what? Try to remain calm. That That's not possible. I mean, and then Wendy goes, I know this is hard to believe. It's like, no, I mean, I mean, it's not possible because you're like a million years old. No offense. I, I, I don't mean just like, how is this possible? We, we, we were born at the same time, though time is not exactly how I would describe it. Look, look, if I'm some kind of like pod, uh, pod person, then I'm done. No, no, no. Let me explain. That's fantastic. That's now, Jordan, great. was there a, was there a, a moment for you where you felt you had somebody acknowledge your powers or your strengths? Yes. Um, I've, I've i told this story before, but well, there's a couple of people who have definitely acknowledged my power and my strengths, but I was like 14 years old. I wasn't too, I wasn't, I was younger than Nubia, but uh, I used to go to like summer camps and there was like a leadership nice. camp thing. And um, I, they do these exercises where they, uh, where they, where there's a group of kids and you, uh, and at some point they kind of give certain people different like handicaps so that, you know, if someone's talking too much in the group, well, then you're going to be quiet for the next 15 minutes. Like that type of <laughs> right. thing, right? Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I didn't say anything. I was just like, we going left? Cool, we going left. Um, and by the end of the session, they were like, uh, uh, this guy Gary goes, uh, Jordan, we were out there for two hours and you only said about six minutes worth of words. Right. I also know, he, he said, I also know that you knew exactly where to go because you've been at this camp your entire life. So you knew exactly where to go. Right. Why didn't you say anything? I'm like, I don't know. Like everybody else seemed like they had it. Like, like they had it. I didn't need to say anything. And he goes, George, you're 14. You're going to be at least six feet tall. You're the only black person here. You're one of three, three women. People are going to look at you. So you should have something to say. Mm. And that struck Like that was the battery in my back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's where, like you were saying earlier, like that self-assurance. It's not, it's not self-assurance. It's me knowing I'm just, there's only probably going to be one of me there. They're going to look at me right. anyway. I'm going to make, I'm going to make sure that I say something that's valuable. Yeah. What a great, what a great moment of recognition and kind of a calling forth, which is like, <laughs> I see you, Jordan, and I see you underplaying your hand. So step forward and play your mm -hmm. hand. You've got a, mm -hmm. you've got a great hand. So do that thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you manage being, um, and this question may not, may not land, but let me ask it and see if it does. You know, you mentioned before that there aren't that many people of color in the world of advertising. Um, I've heard you say in previous interviews, you know, Portland is, you know, it's a pretty white city as far as cities go. Mm -hmm. um, how do you hold on to your sense of power and identity and politics, I think, in mm -hmm. in an in a context where there are probably forces pulling you away from that. 
Oh, that's that's I stay grounded because I surround myself with, with people like myself. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. though there aren't many many black people here, all of my like my friends here, there are some you know, a multitude of races and, you know, ethnicities and all of that stuff. Mm. But I make sure that I always create community with my black friends. Right? right. Like uh if there's any moment of, you know, if you know, if the Proud Boys are out, if there's any type of wild shit that's happening, I'm not calling my white friends first. They'll be fine. I'm right. calling my black friends first. Right. And and as far as like staying like making sure that I'm grounded and making sure that I don't lose my sense of self in this in this very strange city, I I talk to my family every day. Right. I talk to my mother every day. I talk to my sister damn near every day. I talk to my cousins every day. I talk to my aunt every day. I talk to my grandmother three times a week. Like if I can't, you know what I mean? Like that's what, cause that's, that's where I come from. Right. Those are my people. Those, right. those are the people who made me who yeah. I am. So if I ever need to be reminded of who I am, you know what I mean? I got to go to people right. who made me. Who <laughs> know you and can hold up that mirror and call you forth. Mm-hmm. Be that, mm-hmm. be your one, be be Wonder Woman to you, going. Let me just exactly. remind you who you are. Who you are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. What else have you learned around creating community? It's something that I long for, and I'm not sure I'm that great at. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. what you've learned about how what it takes to build a community. I think for me, because I'm I'm quite a loner. I really I love to be alone. Mm. Love it. I adore it. I love being by myself. <laughs> love it. Um. But I think as far as like building a community in Portland, you have to. And I think what I do is I reach out. Like if there's a couple of new black girls at widen, if they come, Hey, I'm Jordan. Let me know if you need to know where to eat. Let me know if you need Mm -hmm. to know where, where you need to go to get your hair done, where you need to go. You know what I mean? Like I can tell you where to go. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know what I mean? And I'm never going to like force friendship on, any, on, on anybody, but I'm, I, but I'm very much a, I'm here. Right. I can help you navigate. Yeah. I can help you navigate. If you, you know what I mean? If somebody, if some white person said, said something foul to you and then like laughed about it, cause I didn't know that, know that it was foul. You come find me. We'll go for a walk. Right. You don't like, you know what I mean? We don't, we don't have to be buddy, buddy, but I'm always, I always try to put myself in the position of like an older sister because I am an older sister. And so like, we don't need to talk every day, but understand that I'm here. And that's like, you know what I mean? And just checking up on people. And, you know, before COVID happened, there are spots in Portland where black people, you know, fellowship and have a great time. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um, I think that was one of the things that where that hit Portland's been hit really hard by the pandemic for a number of reasons. And, you know, as soon as we were able to go outside, even if it was for, like we were doing it. We were like, all right, well, we're all going to go to the park and kick it. And I was like, all right, cool. And I mean, like, I'd be, I'd be the first one to leave. I was like, all right, I'm tired. Going to go home now. Or right. So, or social media has been filled. Um, but I always <laughs> try to make time to, you know what I mean? Like reach out to, you know, yeah. to, 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 to the black folks here, especially the, the transplants. Cause we like, we are each other's family here. You know, uh, as part of preparing for this conversation, um, I, you know, I read some stuff about you and watched a video of you with your mom, Desiree, uh, talking about 10 lessons learned and mm-hmm. the, the final lesson, and you're funny together because, <laughs> oh because your mom is, is, you know, brilliant and outspoken and, you know, doesn't pull her punches and you're funny as you interact together. The, 
the final lesson of the 10 was um, it is an act of activism to be 100% yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm wondering, because, you know, when I look at the ads you do and the ones that I've seen in particular feel political, they're making a, a statement about race in particular. Do you consider yourself an activist? See, this is, I've been, this is funny you should say this because uh, someone else who um, wants me to speak asked me that, and, like around, like, he wanted my topic to be around activism and all that stuff. And um, I, I think that I will always bring representation to my work, that I'm always going to be honest, right. honest, honest about my people and what we go through and show the different facets of what it means to be a, to be a black woman specifically. Yep. Um, but for me, activism is being out in the, in the streets and I'm right. terrified and I'm terrified of COVID. So I went to right. one protest and then I ran the fuck home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I would say to my sentence or to, to that phrase, I think that showing up as myself, taking up as much space as I possibly can in in white spaces mm. is as important as hitting as hitting those streets right that's the only way that I can really put it because I've been thinking about that am I an activist like I make ads like capitalism like there's a lot of things yeah. that don't add up you know what I mean and not to say that anybody has to be completely aligned but your name your meaner can't be you know com like complicated but I think yeah. that um that showing up as as myself in, in, in any space at any time and place. Oh, that was a bar. Um, is me doing the work that I the work that I know how to do and doing work yeah. that has you know that isn't selling you bullshit. Like I don't think I could ever work on, you know, Inexpedia or like you know a travel gnome. It would right. have to be a brand that already <laughs> has the. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't sell yeah. you a, a, you know, whatever the speaker from Target is, but I could right. definitely sell you, a, you know, an, an ethos. I'm not really I'm crazy. I don't like selling shoes. I like selling, I like telling stories and right. telling messages. And so like, I don't care about a shoe shot and anything. I'd be like, oh yeah, we've got to put the product in type yep. of thing. Yeah. I, I guess, does that answer your question? I, feel I like think so. I mean, okay. it's a, it's, <laughs> It's a hard question to wrestle with because mm -hmm. I think, I mean, I sit with it as well and I'm like, I, I can, I can look at some people who are clearly activists and I'm clearly not that, mm -hmm. but exactly. I'm also trying to make for, I'm trying to make for a better world and I'm trying to navigate the tensions between a career and capitalism and social injustice and mm -hmm. my life and trying to find the pathway through all of those tensions. And it's, uh, it's just about being clear about the choices you're making i think is part of it mm -hmm. and yeah and i think also just being as true to yourself when right. you make those choices is the only right. thing that you can do is make is make choices that that align with who you are and what you want to do yeah. and i think that you know that's i think that's where change comes from and i think allowing those people to make those decisions and trusting those decisions it's what's going to help shift stuff So what grabbed you about this conversation? For me, it was hearing about Jordan's relationship with Emma, her Larry David to Jordan Spike Lee. I mean, I tend to do my work alone, and I like that. I like being in a room with a laptop or, you know, a coffee shop or a library. But it's me doing the work. And hearing Jordan, being part of this conversation with her, I realized I really miss the dance and the sparring and the co-creation 
that a partnership can engender. And, you know, at the heart of collaboration, I think I miss being seen by another person. And, you know, that's what I heard in the reading. Somebody sees your strengths, your glory, the best of you. Even if you feel all of that is not showing, they still see it. If you're working with somebody, you know, today, tomorrow, sometime this week, perhaps you can be a superhero and acknowledge the best of who they are. If you'd like to follow Jordan, head to Jordan Said So. That's her website and it's also her Twitter handle as well. And you're my superhero for listening through to the end of this podcast. I so appreciate you sticking around and hearing this wonderful conversation with Jordan. Quite the inspiration for me, I have to say. If you want a little bit more, then we have the Duke Humphreys. It's our free membership site. Um, there's additional podcasts, interviews that haven't been released. There are some transcripts. There are some other downloads you can grab as well. It's totally free. So you can just jump onto that at the website, mbs.works podcast. And thank you if you've written a review. I really appreciate that. Thank you if you've found a particular episode particularly good and passed it along to somebody. That word of mouth really makes a difference. You're awesome and you're doing great.